Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty fam? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Hey, shout out to all of you who are listening. Happy flipping Wednesday. Listen, Christmas is here. I hope you're enjoying all your Mariah Carey Christmas hits. I hope freaking Jingle Bells is stuck in your head all day today. I hope that you are, at some point, you were caroling. Grandma got run over by a reindeer at some point. Um, listen, I just, I just hope this Christmas season is fun. I hope you're laughing. I hope you're finding joy in it. There's just nothing worse than getting through this season and only being stressed and miserable about all the things you have to do and all the things you have to get done, all the money you have to spend. I just pray and I hope that in some, and somehow in some way today that you find joy in this season, that you find a little bit of laughter in the season, that you would uh, have fun with yourself, that you would have fun with those closest to you. Um, man, laughter is just good medicine. It's good medicine. So I hope you're having fun. Um, our Christmas tree's up. Um, man, we have all the Christmas decorations up. But I say we have it. I didn't put not one of them up. Um, the family that is currently residing with me, they have put up all the decorations, and I love them so much for it because I love Christmas, but I do hate decorating. And so it's just been the perfect, perfect situation for me. But anyways, I want to dive into today's dirty devotional. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 9, starting at verse 9 in the little pericope or section that says Jesus calls Matthew. So we're going to start here. It says, as Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. So Matthew here, the one thing we know about Matthew at this point is, uh, is he's the tax collector. So the, here's the thing we need to know about tax collectors. If you grew up in church, you've heard this a million times. If not, that's okay. I'm about to tell you. Tax collectors were hated. Um, they were hated more then than I would say that we hate the IRS now. Um, now, if you work at the IRS, I don't hate you. I hate the idea of the IRS because all they ever want me for is for my money. They never want to help me with anything else. And so they only bring bad news into my life. Um, I am petrified. Y'all, tax season is almost here. And as a business owner, and even as a business, even if I wasn't a business owner, I, tax season freaks me the frick out. Um, it really does. But anyway, so Matthew was a tax collector. And people hated them because what they would do is they would show up and they would collect money and they would just like add a percentage. You know, if, if technically somebody was supposed to pay 10% on their taxes, let's say, um, a good old Matthew could show up at your own and be like, hey, you owe me 15% for taxes. Um, and he would just add a 5% fee and you just, you had to deal with it. People hated tax collectors. They were money hungry. They were um, freaking little authority hogs. They, they, just, they just did what they wanted. They usually got what they wanted. And so people were just felt powerless against them and people hated them. And so the fact that Jesus walks up to Matthew out of all the people in the world, to choose him to be a disciple is, is just unbelievably exciting for me and you because, listen, regardless of how much people may not like us or the decisions we may, I mean, this dude stole from people. 
The reality is, is we're not doing that bad. We're doing okay. And if Jesus can choose Matthew and have Matthew represent him and his ministry, that means Jesus can choose us to represent his ministry as well, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But that's not what I want to talk about. Let's continue in this little little section. Verse 10. And as Jesus reclined at a table at a table in the house, behold, many tax collectors, so now a bunch of other people are showing up, other people who are hated are showing up. They came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. Y'all, this is awesome. I love, one of the things I love about Jesus is this, like, holy frick. Like, Jesus reaches out to someone no one else would reach out to. And literally a verse later, we have all these other people who are looking and coming to Jesus and saying, hey, like, I want to know this dude. How many of y'all know that your past and who you were is one of the best testaments you have in bringing other people to Jesus and saying, hey, I messed up. I have a relationship with Jesus. He's awesome. We're awesome. My life's better for it. Other people are attracted to it. And here we have Jesus hanging out with all these tax collectors. Such an absolutely beautiful thing. But listen, verse 11, here's where I want to talk about. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard it, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. I love this, and it's infuriating for me. I love Jesus' response, but it's so disappointing when we recognize that the people who were representing God at this time, the leaders that were representing who, who God was to the people are the ones who are constantly questioning and calling out Jesus's motives. They're the ones that always have an issue with how Jesus does ministry. And here's the thing is in my life, one of the things I've noticed is that we tend to lean too far on the side of control and, and, um, and like a pressure of like, don't mess up, don't get too involved, it could get messy. Where I believe Jesus, he rested his ministry on a reckless type of love. I mean, the reality is, is Jesus is reclining with really messed up people. He's hanging out with them. And if you or me did that, church people would be like, you gotta be careful. Like you could get sucked into doing things that they're doing. You're not Jesus, you should just stay away from them. You should create space. And that stuff just pisses me the frick off. One of the things Jesus is modeling for the disciples and us is that there's a reckless love that he had that said, regardless of the cost, I'm coming to the people. And the Pharisees hated it and they called him out and they never got it. Today, I hope you want to know that Jesus loves you recklessly. That when I say reckless, I don't mean that he was like this, like stupid and dumb and didn't think things through. But no, he gave his life knowing that people wouldn't trust him. He died on a cross for sins, for a gift to give to people that some people wouldn't accept. That's reckless and it's beautiful. Jesus hung out with tax collectors and sinners and the people no one else would want to hang out with, knowing that people were going to call him a glutton and a drunkard and people were going to accuse him of of being um, uh, being too close to these individuals. That's the kind of reckless love that Jesus has. That's the kind of reckless love that we need to have when it comes to how we love people. We do, we do way too good of a job at keeping people at a distance. We need to bring people close. We need to bring people into close proximity because proximity is contagious 
And man, when we bring people close and we love God well, when we love them well, they will fall in love with Jesus too. Today, the two challenges I have for you are this. One, do you need to be reminded that Jesus loves you recklessly, that he loves you so flipping much, that he gave his life for you, that he would recline at your table knowing whatever mess you're into, he wants to spend time with you because he loves you. The second thing is this, is are you, rep- are you being a representation of that reckless love to other people? Have you pushed people away and caved distance to them because they're, of the decisions they're making? Maybe today's the day to draw close and to say, hey, I know your life's not a mess right now, but I'm with you, I love you, and I'm cheering you on because I know you're gonna get through this. Man, when we stand with people that no one else wants to stand with, gosh, what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reflection of the heart of God. Such a beautiful thing. And today, which, which one of those two things do you need to be reminded? Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. Thank you for this conversation. Lord, thank you for your reckless love towards us. Thank you for it. May we never forget how you are in constant pursuit of our hearts and a relationship with us. Lord, help us acknowledge it and honor it. And Lord, help us love people in the same way that you have loved us. Lord, help us love recklessly. Help us love well. Lord, so that we can be a beautiful reflection of your love towards them. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.